Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast booth at Baltimore Comic Con with cosplay legend of the Eastern Seaboard of the United States. You Wait. know her as Violet Verse. Violet Verse. Yeah. She has done thousands. You're yeah. Absolutely thousands of daily cosplays in a row. Now I remember when you were doing. You're working on a year in a row. Yes. And now we are on many years in a row. Is that right, ma'am? It's like six, five, something like that. Six, six, five or six years in a row now? That's incredible. Of daily cosplays. Every single day. Every single day. Wow. And we met you at All-Star Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Many, a few years ago, three or four years ago, which is incredible. Becky was, did you have a baby or were you pregnant at that Comic Con? I was pregnant pregnant that was like three years that was yeah three years ago. becky did not she has two children now i only had one thank you. i only had one child when we oh, met wow. <laughs> yeah. now i have two and now becky lived in california at the time she lives next door to me now nice. oh wow that's cool lots of big changes oh yeah so violet let's catch up all right all right what how has it been in the last couple of years how has cosplaying changed for you from those days what i would call the early days three or four years ago to now you're a seasoned cosplayer. You are one of the, I would say, most well-known cosplayers, definitely in our region. What's that like? Uh, it is very, I'm very thankful. And I'm very thankful for all the supporters. It hasn't really changed, but I have become a little bit famous. We're just gonna say a little bit, a little bit. We say legend now, so... <laughs> Uh-oh. I caused some problems for mom and dad. The head's going to be bigger than the post. <laughs> All right, so in the thousands of cosplays you've done, what has... Oh, does people ask you this? What has been your favorite so far? Okay. Do you have a favorite, or is that too hard to ask? I have five favorites. Five favorites? Hey, that's okay, pretty good that's that great. you can boil down um, a thousand cosplays to five favorites. That's one of your classics. Okay, uh, we haven't posted this yet, but this is very comfortable. Moon Girl, uh, Kid Pool, and I think that's it. I okay, Raven, Kid Pool, Moon Girl. Yeah, that's it. Uh, wait, Static Shock, Static Shock, yeah. How much you go for? Go for it, too. Okay, all, all right. right. That's fine. Do you find that now that you're older, there are cosplays that, that you can convince mom and dad to let you do that they wouldn't have let you do when you first started out? Yeah, but they would probably let me do anything with the cosplays. <laughs> no, not anything. Well, no, I meant like what I wanted to do when I was Even little. if it's more of a older one, we find a way to, you know... Make it appropriate. Make it appropriate. Yeah. That's really awesome. Because I've seen ravens that, like... Violet's Raven is appropriate and I think one of the best Ravens done by a young woman. But I've seen Ravens done by older women that I would never let my own daughter dress up as ever. But yours is a very tasteful and well done Raven. It's like a Teen Titans Go Raven. Yeah. Which is the a great Raven. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the best version of Raven, by the way, that exists. Yes, yes. It is. A lot of people hate our Teen Titans Go, but it's actually good because it's as funny as the other one, too. They just make a little bit more jokes. They have a lot more people in it, too. Oh, yeah. 
Also, whenever they say slave, come on, that is the funniest thing. I know, right? The, now, the movie was a masterpiece. Exactly. I have a DVD of it. Yeah, all right. My kids love the movie. They think it's yeah. so funny. I think it's one of the better superhero movies made because the jokes are great, but it's also very true to superheroes. Yeah, and they had a, like a lot of superheroes on the stage watching the movies and stuff. But it was really cool, and all the music that was in it, that was just amazing. It's still very good now. Oh, yeah. A lasting, a lasting classic. Have you... Do you have you met now young cosplayers that are coming up that are younger than you that are like the next Violet Verse? Yeah, some, some. Mm-hmm. Uh, their parents, some parents do not will them to do a thousand <laughs> more cosplays. Yeah, that's like one of the first time. things they say. They're like, okay, yeah, you, you can uh, cosplay, but don't get any uh, ideas of a thousand cosplays. <laughs> we ain't got time. We got work. <laughs> Did they, do they ever ask you for advice, the younger cosplayers? Sometimes, yeah. What's like a good question they ask you? Um, advice? Well, I have one advice that should stick to everybody. You know the, you have to know the character really well before you do it, because it might be not appropriate, or if somebody asked you it, and then, for example, let's say, Miles. And then you do it, and then somebody asks you, what's your favorite scene? And then you're just like, um, uh, Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you're a poser. Yeah. Like, the real fans will know, hey, or, you forgot to say I love you back. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, you're, you're very smart. You are... That is some really, really good advice. Thank I have you. to say. Now, um, when now a lot of superhero things have happened since All Star, which was yeah. years ago. Yeah. Do you feel like there has been new superhero things come out that you're like the moment it came on screen you said, oh, I gotta cosplay that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Which is one that jumped out at you right away? Like, when Venom came out, were you like, oh, I want to do Venom? Yeah, I wanted to do Venom. I wanted to do, like, I know I wanted to do the one that has the hand and stuff. Okay. you just put the fake one, the Eddie one, and stuff. I haven't made that yet, but I will, I think, yeah. We're going to make it soon. Carnage was, Carnage was good, but... He's my least favorite character because, you know, it's a villain. So. He, he's, and he's a villain through and through. Psycho. Do you, do you ever cosplay as villains? Or yeah, yeah. yeah you you do, do, I've seen you do the Joker. Okay. Yeah, we did a whole, uh, whole week of Joker. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It was real scary because I, I, I went to, there was like this bus and parked right there. And we took a picture right in front of the bus. I was shaking for my life that somebody didn't come out and be like, why are you taking pictures of my bus? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, because I don't like doing that, like going in front of it. It's fun, but like, what happens if you get a joke? I want to do that. 
All right. Outside of, may we ask, outside of being a world-famous cosplayer that I'm sure will be flown around the world, because by then you'll have done 10,000 cosplays in a row. No, no. We're not going 10,000. Okay. We might do 5,000. Okay, we might do 5,000. Like <laughs> when it gets to 6,000, we're going to cut. No. Okay. <laughs> what other aspirations or things are you excited about that you're into? Well, I have been doing acting. Cool. Not like, like it hasn't gone to stuff yet, but some things on YouTube, there's a clip that I rehearsed. It was really good. And you should go check that out. All right. I forgot the name. What was the name? I forgot. Lord. But you got a channel, right? Yes. Is Violet Verse the channel? Yes. yes. Violet Verse. All right. You she, got a YouTube she channel. She somebody else. That's why I, I can't. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But um, it was really cool. Um, I want to be a voice actress, an actress. I, I like drawing. Drawing? Awesome. That's yeah. great. That's well, you got to be very artistic to cosplay. Awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Now, you spun the wheel earlier, and you got buy, rent, met. Yeah. All right. So, I, I'm scared now, because I don't know what that is. Well, buy, rent, met is the signature game of Friday Night Movie. Uh, and okay. that is the official rating system of Friday Night Movie. All right. All right. We're going to pick three things. Okay. You're going to have to buy, rent, and mail them. But it's going to be a tough choice. One gets buy, one gets rent, and one gets mail. Oh, okay. okay. And I'm going to take something from earlier in your conversation to make it even harder. Oh, Lord. So, three of your cosplays. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Raven. Okay. Uh, Hold on. The Joker. Okay. Moon Girl. Oh, okay. One is one's allowed to be buy, one's allowed to be rent, one's allowed to be met. When you say buy, are we talking about what I buy oh. the costume? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh. So in the olden days, before iTunes and streaming, when your parents and I were kids and Becky yep. was kids, mm -hmm. we used to have to go to a place called a video store. To, to bring movies home. <laughs> and if you really loved the movie, you'd buy it from the store. Okay. Okay? Okay. If you didn't know if you liked it or if you only kind of liked it, you'd rent it. You'd only pay like four bucks and you'd take it home for a night or two. Then you bring it back. And if it was meh, well, that's just like, meh, you could buy or rent it, but you just, that is a different feel. Maybe you'll skip it. Maybe, maybe you skip it. Maybe, maybe you wait won't till skip it's out it. on okay, TV. Okay, you know. I'm having some ideas. I would probably Buy. I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy Raven. Okay. okay. Good choice, good choice. And I'm a rent, I'm a rent moon girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm a mess joker. Okay. All right. All right. That great, makes sense. That choices. makes sense. I think, I think it's a given. All right. Violet Verse, legend of cosplay. One of our favorite all-time guests, someone we love to support. Tell everybody all your socials so all of our listeners know where to find you. Alright, so most of my stuff is Violetverse and the Violet is T-T-E and also it has a zero instead of an O on Instagram. Facebook is hot. Okay, okay. So, 
Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Twitter. It's Okay, so everything is Valorous. It's only the Instagram. Instagram is V I zero L E T. Right, right. I remember. But, but zero, zero also goes for my TikTok. If you want to follow me, that's your All right, cool. Well, I follow you right now. I follow. I follow Violet for years, and um, we're thrilled to have you. And now we're gonna go hit the swag table and just. Load you up, one of our all-time oh. favorite favorite guests, and your oh, incredible, right wonderful family. Oh, um, yes. It is so great to have you back on the show. Thank we you. wish you only great, wonderful things. All right, thank you. Thanks for coming. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast at Baltimore Comic Con with two Comic Con goers. Um, Michael. Michael and Amy. And Amy are joining us to play a little classic Friday night movie podcast game. So, Amy. Yes. You will pick a card. Okay. From this pile. You're gonna pick a card from that pile. Let right. me look at it. Amy, tell us what yours says. LVP. Ooh, least valuable player. This is one of player. my favorite okay. categories, but you have and, to embrace uh, your inner mean to play this. On a lowbrow low oh. film or show. <laughs> okay. So you got to pick a lowbrow film or show, LVP. Yeah, so you take a show that you think is lowbrow. Maybe it's the Jersey Shore. Maybe it's um, Two and a Half Men. I don't know. Maybe you love Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and then take the character or actor. It can be the character or it can be the actor, like, and say who the least valuable person in that is. You put her on the spot. I, uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm trying to think well, of... Why don't uh, we, we well, can, we, we, can, can we can show you how it's done. Yeah. Why don't we pick something low-brow and then we can all do yeah. That's what I was so, trying, I was so, trying so, to think of something that was low-brow. So. so something that's low-brow that I would say... Let's see, what's an example of... You know, for me, I have the gutterest palette in the family. <laughs> so it's really tough for me. Like Riverdale? Ru- no, well... I'm like, yeah, I love Riverdale. I love Riverdale. Like no, Riverdale. you know what? The Outer Banks. Have you seen The Outer Banks? No. I, I steer away from all of the reality shows and things because oh, no, I think a, they're that, terrible. That, believe real, it or not, a, the people on Outer Banks show. are actors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like Love is Blind, that's... Oof, I, 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 I steer away from reality shows also. See, we okay. might all have to do our own. Well, let's just, take, let's just take um, a... Well, okay, how about, how about uh, one of the teen dramas? It's mean to say Riverdale because we love it, but I guess it is kind of lowbrow. Do you but watch Riverdale? You, you I Riverdale? do not. Do you want, I don't are you, know which maybe, one. Maybe, I, maybe I am really into. I am really into like sitcoms and okay. dramas and things like that. You're more sci-fi. But do you watch any sitcoms that are like secretly garbage? Like, do you watch like According to Jim? I did. I used to. Yes, actually, I did. All right. Or, or, or maybe you watch. You know, maybe you watch. What's? I mean. I don't know. There's a lot of people who here do? who like the Big Bang Theory. I actually love Big Bang Theory. I respect that. That show is a monster hit. Sense. But no yeah. one, and a lot of people here like that show. Yeah. It's not a really highbrow show. No, no. It's sort of like the. It's sort of like the. 
the um, it's like the vanilla nerd show, right? It's sort of nerd. Right. I think that's why I gravitated to it. (laughs) Who is your least valuable player on that show? See, for me, it would be uh, what's his name? Howard. Uh, Graham Parsons. Jim Parsons. Oh, really? Yeah. But my most valuable player is Mayim Bialik. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love her. Because I want her to come to my Seder. Yeah. (laughs) I just started watching her new show. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with the cat show. Yeah, I thought thought that that was really cute. So who's Howard? Which one's Howard? Howard is the the really skinny uh, guy that has the knuckles, and he married uh, Bernadette. Maybe I'm mixing him up with Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons is Sheldon. That's Sheldon. He's the main character. Okay, maybe I like him. Yeah, and he... Michael hates hates Jim Parsons. Hates I don't Sheldon. hate Jim Parsons. Well, you I'm gonna duck out. Becky's gonna wrap your interview. Yeah. <laughs> Tag out. Uh, so, okay. So we were saying Howard, and I didn't get. A, did I miss your answer? Or what? what? I stopped watching TV in 2005. Wait, so. no. Wait. You <laughs> well, he watch- does, he he watched Stargate. That ended in, like, 2005. Yeah, so you still watch it. So you've been on strike from television since 2005? I have not found a good show. Like, Battlestar Galactica ended, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, that's it. You're like, I'm... I'm I'll see everything on the internet now. I'm going to end on a high note. Yeah, that was it. Ending on a high note. That's it. What about, like, The Witcher? No. 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 Yeah, okay. he wants to watch TV with me. I'm the TV watcher. Wow, I have to say, I, uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed at how this works. Because no, I went in, pulled, pulled the ejector seat, and I was out. I was I out mean, of television. I have to respect it. You know, you got to know your boundaries. There's nothing like ending on a high note. I, however, will watch anything, just as long as it's like, there's humans moving across <laughs> the television with the bright lights. Yeah. So, um, I, I do could, like, like the, the home shows as well. Like, like um, anything where it's like you get to go look at like the just oh the right, like any kind of like you get like renovation yeah like and, the renovation yeah. shows and things like that yeah yeah I'll and for me anything too. with food all the cooking oh yeah shows, oh my god I love the baking shows, shows. Great British Bake Off nailed it yes. all of them there's actually a new one on Disney Plus oh, that really? I yeah that I started watching with my son actually and he was like. Ooh, cakes. Yeah. He's, th- he's three, mind you. <laughs> well, um, I uh, I feel like there can be a great friendship forming here. So yeah. um, thank you guys for coming on the pod. This is really fun. I um, I wish you could have participated in the lowbrow conversation. But I you're enjoy. Too, you're too highbrow for our lowbrow talk. <laughs> she was like, I'm too nervous. And I'm like, I'm going to have to carry this conversation. And then I have said absolutely nothing. Well, it's, you know. You, and she's she's on the ball. I'm the one who watches TV. Yes. So. There you go. So little did a, you know you'd be an expert at this podcast. I go. guess so. <laughs> Thank you so much for, uh, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast booth special at Baltimore Comic Con. I'm here with my sister Becky and our our guest Chris. And what we love about Chris is that Chris has a lot of siblings. One would say he's he's doing better in the sibling front than we are because <laughs> he has more than us. Chris, tell us about your siblings before we get into pop culture. Well, 
I, I've been with my adoptive family since I was 10 months old, so I only know really the two. Uh, they more grew up on like the horror genre a little bit more than I did. I, I grew up kind of sheltered. Okay. I, I didn't watch my first horror film until I was like 17 or 18. And it was just like a independent kind of film with a Rey Mysterio Sr. in it. Rey Mysterio? Yeah, Like senior. the wrestler? Yeah. I'm a big wrestling fan. So now we've, that's very interesting. So this is not the current Rey Mysterio that is in the WWE. This is not his father. His, no, his uncle. His uncle? Yeah. Okay. Was he a wrestler too? Yes. All right. Are you a wrestling fan? Uh, I did train for wrestling, but I had to stop because I ended up getting an overnight shift. Oh, okay. All right. So you've trained as a wrestler? little bit okay but are you a fan of the of the shows oh i i used to be really heavy into it okay now not so much not so much i'll, I'll watch it a little bit my dad watches it more than i do okay now uh who are who are your biggest influence if you were to get in you have gone into it who would have been your biggest influences uh definitely ray mysterio being one of them uh jeff hardy matt undertaker of course uh triple h Okay. All right. So real Attitude Era Giants, huh? The guys yeah. from the 2000s? Yeah. All right. Okay. That's very, very cool. So we've been watching a show, although Becky hasn't been watching it that much, Heels. Have you watching Heels on Stars? No. Uh, highly, no. I highly recommend that show. you got to check that out. Not, like live, live TV, I, I stick with Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Do you watch yeah. Walking Dead? I wa okay. So here's my deal with The Walking Dead. I got super into it. And I watched up until the point where there's going to be like a spoiler. I think everybody knows what's going on in that show. I watched up point. until the point where Glenn dies. And uh, then I was like, never again. Like it was, I just, I couldn't keep watching. Season it seven, just, episode one. Yep. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I couldn't Start, handle it. Starting with the banger. A double banger, if you will. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, because the finale of the season before. Yeah. Was Abraham. the build up to it? Yeah, it was build up to it, and I just, it, I was so heartbroken, I could not keep watching. Uh, my sister used to watch Walking Dead in the dark until that happened, and then she stopped watching it in the dark. Oh yeah, I, I have to say, I, so do, which horror genre do you like the most? Um, I mean, I, I'm not really picky about it. I've seen like all the Saw films. Oh wow. Uh, our other sister, so our other sister was the most afraid of everything. Then she married a guy in Spain who is a massive horror fan, and all she, she used to watch all the Saw movies, all the paranormal activities, all the Walking Dead. She's she's the one who's like the big horror expert. I yeah. am a horror comedy guy. That yeah. is my genre. Yeah. Anything that's like Evil Dead, or um, you know, I just saw the Babysitter movies with my sister on Netflix. Those are hilarious. Uh, as far as like actual genre, I'm into. I'm like into the action comedy kind of stuff oh yeah yeah okay all right what are, you, what are your action comedies um i'm a big grown-ups fan oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. grown-ups like uh grown-ups one and two yeah i love grown-ups two the, i like grown-ups two more than grown-ups one uh I, I like the first one better okay but uh i'm actually on tiktok oh yeah and uh my girlfriend introduced me to, the, to this guy who plays the cello on his lives oh yeah and he'll play ava maria on cello and as a joke, I'll say Ave Maria by Rob Schneider because of the first growing up film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I just keep doing that as a joke. And he's like, eh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
Okay, so all right, action comedies. I'm gonna we're gonna play one of our signature games from our show, and that is it's called Buy Rent Man. All right, so you can see it there, Buy Rent Man, on our big sign there. It is um, we. It's the official rating system of our show. Okay. Buy is the highest rated. Rent is the medium, and meh, it could be the bottom, but it could be anything. We don't. That one is reserved for whatever you want it to be. Okay. And when you um, when you um, uh, we're going to give you three things in a genre that you like, and you got to assign each one to a different category. Okay. Right. So you got to choose. It's going to be tough. So action comedies. All right. So let's see. What's a classic? What are three action comedies that you like? Action comedy. I do like the uh, the first seven Fast and Furious films. The first seven <laughs> Fast and the Furious films? Yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm going to give you... Except right, for so Tokyo I'm, Drift, that was... Oh, I love Tokyo Drift. All right, so I'm going to give you... All right, I'm going to give you... We're going to start with that second run when the saga really begins, okay? Mm-hmm. Fast 4, 5, and 6. Buy, rent, and mint. Uh, buy. I've already bought them, so... <laughs> no, 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 no. you got to pick. Yeah, which one is buy and which one is mint. Jeez. Right? Yeah, we, we make we you go. choose. This is tough. This is serious podcast journalism here. <laughs> um, buy definitely. And it was seven that Paul Walker died, right? I yeah, don't yeah, remember yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, would, that one would be buy, definitely. That was your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Um, six, rent, and five... All right, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of with you. I liked Seven a lot. I love the ninth one, though. I personally thought the ninth one was so much fun. I haven't seen him since Paul. Oh, okay, that's fair. I think that's it. Does it is missing something without him? Yeah. All right, Chris. You said you're on TikTok. Is there anyone else you are, or anything you want to tell our listeners where they can follow you? Uh, TikTok Scars, S C A R Z, ninety one. Scars ninety one on TikTok. All right. Thank you for being here on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Yeah, here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast special at Baltimore Comic Con. Becky and I are here. It's so great not to be alone at a con for once. And we've got Jeff and Rick of the. No, you're not. Okay, so I am. I am Rick of Jeff and Rick. This is Rick of Jeff and Rick, and we have a pod crasher, Tim. Tim, who's not Tim Price. who is not Jeff. I we have not, Tim Price. I am not Jeff. Uh, and you're but not I, Jeff either. But I'm not Jeff, but I go by yes. Rick. Okay. If we, there's we, someone named Jeff here, would you like to sit down? No. I, I, I seriously, he, oh. he's back home in, in Portland, Oregon, oh, and he's okay. there with his daughter. That's how I feel fiance. without my sisters at most times. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we're the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are podcasting siblings. Going for about four years, and now we've met... Tim Price and Rick, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are fellow podcasters. Well, yes. podcast, yeah, fellow podcasters. They're going to tell us about their shows, but we're just going to mix it up because when we've got podcasters, we know we can just roll. We can, like, mm-hmm. do a show. And so we're going to talk about movies, pop culture, power packs. You're going to explain that to us. And po- possibly <laughs> some beer, but, oh, but po- only just possibly, a tiny little bit. I don't bit. really drink beer. Um, Becky's got a bad stomach. I don't really drink. We're... <laughs> We're almost middle-aged Jews, like. <laughs> yeah. 
We... I, I feel you. Okay. Tim you. knows what we're talking about here. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I mean, our stomachs. I sometimes brought a nice refreshing glass of water. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. With some Maalox. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's. Rick was brave enough to sit down first. Yeah. Rick, um, you were asking about our setup. You see, we have children and jobs, and we ha so we emphasize the gear up front. So mm -hmm. I do as little editing as possible because I have no time. And we uh, also have a saying around the pod, which is, "You have to spend money to, to lose, lose money." money. Oh, that is oh, so that, that is I am, I am down with that. We yes. we've got that in space. That is this podcast, and that is I think that is the. That is the sign of a true indie podcaster, mm -hmm. right? There are lots of podcasters who, especially in the last year and a half, when they oh, yeah. couldn't go out and act on sets, that started, got into the gig and got all the Squarespace ads and square pillows and whatever those <laughs> things, that, you know, ads that I'll, I still don't have. Um, uh, they're not, they don't have to lose money on their podcast, That's but... I'm still trying to figure out this thing about making money. I mean, we cannot all be McElroy's. We cannot all be have that wonderful last name that just gets us as much money as possible. I, I, I've got a Patreon, and let me tell you, that 50 bucks a month that we're getting from Patreon, woo-wee! Hey, that, that's keeping us... That's, that's, that's keeping more me. than... We have a fake Patreon that we talk about on the show. <laughs> as if people could... But we're but we are too lazy, even too busy well, to actually set it actually, up. Actually, what we say is, is that... We offer pretty cool things, like really funny videos that Lily takes of my mom watching TV laughing. <laughs> um, uh, uh, people uh, like Lily's husband going to the bathroom and her opening the door on him. And we say, hey, if people want us to have a Patreon, we will release these things. Crickets. So no, no, one, no one's banging down the door no for a Patreon. No one is paying us that I, dollar a month, that I sweet just, dollar a month. I, I went out there and said... We're doing this anyways. If you guys give us some money, we'll do one more podcast a month, and would you give us some money for that? And some people said yes. And the, we have a niche of a niche podcast that we do. Even then, it's like we get just enough money in to keep us definitely in the red. All right. Well, Rick, <laughs> will, will you tell us about tell this, us about your show. this double so, niche podcast? So, so, so what it is is this is Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. And Power Pack is a comic book from the 80s that was – a lot of people don't know about, but it was really well done by Marvel Comics, and it was done by Louise Simonson and June Brigman. They're the ones who, hey, I did not get the angle <laughs> no, right. There. Didn't get it right. Keep going. Uh, but they're the ones who created it, and it was really beloved. Little comic book. We decided we were going to go through and do every single issue of that comic book, and we, as we were doing it, we were going to drink a beer, and it ended up being that we found a different beer that somehow matched with the comic book that we were talking about. So we do that every other week. That's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. My friend Jeff and I, we do it. Uh, How we, many issues of it are there? There were 62 in the original run, which we finished. Awesome. But we also have done interviews with the different creators. Oh, we have wow. done uh, their appearances in other books. We've done their appearances in uh, miniseries and other takeoffs. And so they're are, in the Marvel shared universe? Yes, they with are. With the X-Men and Spider-Man and all that yes, crew? Yes, they are. That's very cool. Yeah. So uh, there, there's new comic books that have been created since we started. We have done 94 episodes. Yes, yeah. I'm editing 90, yeah, 93, 94. I got like 94, 95. Wow. Yeah, we've done that many episodes. Plus, we've had other little side projects where we've done crossovers with other people like Tim. We've had Tim on our show before. And so we've done a lot of different stuff. We've done our Patreon ones as well, which we look at alternate, uh, the alternate series of comic books about Power Pack. One of the writers is here, and I'm hoping to see him. We're going to go see him, uh, Fred Van Lent. 
So it's Very a fun little pool. It's a fun community. We we didn't know what we were doing when we started, and then we became involved in the community of podcasters, and it's a lot of fun. Podcasters it's are the best. So much Tim, fun. prove us right that <laughs> podcasters are the best. Tell us about you and your podcast. I don't know if I'm qualified because, as I said, I'm a pod crasher. Oh, not so a pod are you a frequent guest? So, so, well, well no. this is how it started. <laughs> one year we I'll decided. Let you t- I'll let you tell. Us. Yeah, one year we decided we were going to do a crossover event, and we were going to do a series of books called Mephisto Versus. And it came out in the '80s. It's four issues, and we were going to. You know, Mephisto, we were gonna like do, the big devilly guy. Yep, yes. that's him. So we were going to each do one of the issues, and we we're going to kind of do a round robin guesting on each of those podcasts. It's going to be a lot of fun. We were just like, who was who wants to be part of this? Tim didn't have a podcast or anything. He was a fan of our show and a few other shows, and he said, oh, I'd like to help out. I had never talked to the guy before. I didn't know anything help about out. him. Help out, so just uh, be on the show, but none of the work. No, 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 even better. <laughs> that's I said, like what well, I that, do. That's, that's what I do. See, that's, that's winning. That's the best, that's winning that's right the best way even, to win. Yes, even continue. better. Even better, though, I just said, fine, you are the voice of Mephisto. And everyone thought, oh, he's heard him. He knows how to, this guy can do a voice. I'm like, I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> I don't know what we're getting, guys. And... He did a great job, but that was but that was the good, best kind of gig to get, you know, when you don't have to enter, when you don't have to audition, yeah, or anything, yeah, and you yeah, still yeah. get the job. What do they call that? That's like a term for like that. An, I don't know. A no, winning. A no, a no, an offer. An, an offer. I, I don't only, know. Uh, offer only. Offer only. Offer only. only, offer only. only. <laughs> Tim is offer only. So from there, he started guesting, and now, Tim. Uh, I, that was that was actually not my first time guessing technically. I tell it, but, but I tell it, it was that way. so but it was, fun. It's, it was it's, so much fun. I was you the know, one. So much fun. I was the you one did. who got you into podcasting. And other people and I've been but I've been I started listening to the comic book podcasts myself like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and just became a big fan of it. And it's, it's like it's more like I hadn't listened to podcasts at all before that. I didn't know. I really didn't even think there'd be anything that would interest me in the podcast universe. So I just hadn't I just hadn't gotten around to that. But now I'm hooked. Because I started yep. listening to one. It's like, oh, man, that was so great. And then I looked to more. So I was like, yeah, I'm kind of in that the, the community of comic book podcasters is where I usually am. But I li- also enjoy the other ones that these same guys do, like TV shows and movies and stuff as well. All right. So it's been very fun. Uh, all right. And uh, now, a few years ago, I got into a podcast on a regular basis covering uh, Cassandra Payne, Batgirl. Oh, and that's, yeah. That's, that's all your stuff over here that you're doing. Yep. All right. That's really cool. I love that. And now, by the way, some of our like best podcast friends we have made have you know been through just this show and Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and, and it is you really and, meet such a wonderful community of people. I have one more thing, one more thing to say, and this is getting into what you guys do. I always loved movies and I actually wanted to do a movie podcast when I wanted to get into podcasting. But I looked around and said, Dear God, the world doesn't need another movie podcast. <laughs> that is something we did not think about when we got into this. So it took me a few years but I finally got my own movie podcast and it's called Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout. And the entire plot of the show is I get a different guest every week. I give them, I have them send me a list of 10 to 15 movies that they've never seen but are on their to-watch list. I pick one of them, have them come to my show, they introduce themselves, we talk for a bit, and then I tell them what film they are going to see. And we talk about what they know about it, what expectations they have, I send them off to watch the film, and then when they come back, we talk about it. So it's, it's that experience of sitting down with your friend and saying, I've got a great movie for you to watch. 
let's watch it together and then getting their reaction. That's so, that is so special. That's a really cool take. That's something I Becky like, that would be different. into. Yeah. Yeah, I have a whole list of movies I've pretended to see. Okay, yeah. and this is what we do. This is what we need to do then. You will need to contact me and we need to do this. Okay, all right. I already have in mind which one we should do. Well, I'll, you, I'll give you, oh, you get to give, choose. Yeah, give me a oh, list. Oh, I want to be on your podcast. This is going to be, be has, so Harvard much fun. has to be the surprise. Yeah. Yes. Because oh, I've done be it. So it's much like, you know, he's got, they get the list and then it's like you don't know exactly what it is until he springs it on you. At, on the oh, show. Okay, I, I, really I, I don't like letting people control what I watch that <laughs> That's That's I'm a lot. But, very have, but it's a lot of fun that but way. It's 10 or 15 movies that are on your list anyway, so you're going to try to watch them at some point in time. I'm just telling you which one you're going to watch now. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh, Becky will go first. Um, <laughs> I have so, a hunch that said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually me. I was born first. I did a lot of things first in this family. Um, so, on our show, we play games. You spun the wheel earlier. Mm-hmm. What, what, did you, what wheel did what are Cast Away. Cast Away. You're going to like this. So, All Cast right. Away is one of our signature games. We have a number of signature games. Cast Away is one in which you cast something. Now, we play, we can, you're advanced podcasters, so we can do a lot of things. So, we're going to actually pull a card from the Friday Night Movie Home game. Before pod decks, who, by the way, they're very nice guys. I've met them, but I'm saying it in like a sinister way. Before they exist, years ago, like we we've been doing this. We've been for doing a while. pod decks. This is an old years. trick this here. This is a Friday night movie gotcha. home game. Ask our mother. We really we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> yeah. The Friday night movie home game. Uh, we're gonna play Castaway, and it's gonna be somehow related to one of the subjects you pull from this, and and we're gonna really test your skills. So what did you pull? Oh, oh 80s right. movies. movies. So here's what you're going to do. You are going to recast with only elderly actors. Okay, so only elderly actors. So the, 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 the host of the game, right? That's how the Friday Night Movie home game works, if you hold the card. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the host. You're going to recast The Breakfast Club with only actors that are in their, like, 60s and above now. I mean, if they're in their 50s, whatever, but, like, so, like, you're Helen okay, Mirren okay. and you're Anthony Hopkins, Yep, yep, okay? uh, th- now, they were already on my list. You can't <laughs> steal them, all right? No, 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 they're not steal them, but I'm just giving you the range. Now, you, you don't have to cast everybody. Like, it's not, like, a quiz, but, you know, but, like, it, okay. start wherever right. you like. So let's go ahead and start with Ali Sheedy's character. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the, do- the dark goth girl who is the basket case. Let's really delve into that, and let's really push it, and I'm going to take... Who you've already mentioned, Helen Mirren. Let's go ahead and, and throw her into that. Let's put the classic person who it's so outside of her area that it would be very interesting to see how she would pull off this dark goth girl, especially as an elderly lady. And she's such a stellar actor oh, that yeah. you know she can do it. Oh, she can it. definitely do it. Really definitely show her it. range. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and stay with the female cast because it's small. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do. Um, Oh, wow. Molly Ringwald? Thank you, Molly Ringwald. I would have gotten to there. Molly Ringwald. Um, Glenn Close. Oh, very cool. I would have gone gone Kate Blanchett. Is she old enough at this point? No, I don't feel like she's old enough. I was was going to do like a Susan Sarandon. Oh, that's a good choice, too. Maybe the hair, because it's like the the reddish hair. But I love that. I love love Glenn Close. Glenn Close is... she's such a... Yeah. yeah. Glenn Close is that. I, I think that she would bring... The, the preppy, the level, I mean, it's going to be double, mm-hmm. the Devil Wears Prada in high school, but, you know, I think we've seen her play that type before, and I think that would be very well done. All right, the jock with uh, Emilio. 
Emilio Estevez. Uh, let's go ahead and... Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put him with Harrison Ford. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> because gun. Let's think about this here. Harrison Ford wow. is very much showing his age these days. Yeah, so freaking yeah. guy. So you've got the jock who had, who was the adventure guy. The adventure guy. I had, now, I, had hey, I had a different idea for that one, but I like it. Well, I, I, what's your idea? What's your idea on that one? I, I was going to say Bruce Willis. I was thinking Bruce Willis, oh, Bruce, but it's the same type of thing. Same yeah, type of thing. Both, they both work for the same both, yeah, yeah. And both extremely grumpy. Yeah, yes. yeah, de yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and go with the uh, the dork of the group, and I am totally blanking on him. Anthony name. Michael Hall? Yes, Anthony Michael Hall. I'm not 60 yet, so I can't no, play that No, you can't play that yet. I'm close. I'm, 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 actually, close. Thinking, I'm actually thinking Anthony Hopkins. And, and think about it here. <laughs> no, think about it here because I, you've, got the guy, you've got the guy in the corner who's just kind of a little weaselly, who's trying his best to be with everyone else. And you have Anthony Hopkins doing it, and what you got is you got Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and it comes a little creepy. And his bringing a gun to school takes on a whole new level of... Yeah, that is scary. That's like less funny. This is not... I mean, The Breakfast Club, as you get older, like when we were kids, it was marketed as a comedy. And it's like not a comedy. Like, you know, and then it's really not a comedy. Right, right, right. So now, boy, Judd's character, we got the bad boy of the group. Oh, boy. Who are we going to put in the bad boy? You got somebody on that one? No, not yet. Who's I got somebody the for the principal. I've got somebody for the Who's principal. An right old now. bad boy. Let me go do the principal. And let me get my, have the mind work in the background here. The principal, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. I mean, he's played a principal already. Yeah, but he's playing the evil principal. He's oh, supposed to be inspiring principal. Think about that. Yeah, he's yeah. playing okay. the evil principal who is who's the one that is trying to keep the kids down. And he's the that one, is and, a new move. And just think about that voice, his voice being there. Ah, oh, that would mm -hmm. be fantastic. Uh, the, the bad boy of the group, the bad boy of the group, I almost want to go with somebody who is known for, See, known for good. That's why he's almost where I would go with Harrison Ford. Uh, you know, yeah. like Bruce Willis for the jock and Harrison Ford for the bad boy. Yeah, but I want somebody that, that really, that's got the, the, how the about, old man wait, charm. How about... Henry Winkler returning to his Fonzie roots oh, as the bad boy. That is That's so interesting. Bad. That would be That's interesting. He hasn't really done a bad boy no. since Fonzie. He's always no. these other quirky characters. Right. There, there's the Fonz, and, and then there's Henry Winkler. Right. And I've been yeah. watching a lot of Happy Days lately, so okay. I'm feeling uh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> no, I, I can see very, that. Yeah. I can see that. Very much mm -hmm. so. All right. Okay. Rick and Tim, tell us where we can follow you. Well, you can find me and my Raleigh, Molly Ringwall, or as I call him, Jeff, uh, at Jeff and Rick Presents Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, and we put out our show every other week. You can also find my awesome movie podcast, Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout, over on the Longbox Crusade or under its own feed. Very All cool. Right. Oh, and you can also find us at Jeff and Rick Present on Twitter. Okay. Tim. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at TimPrice17. I'm on shows with the Write On Network of podcasts by Asher Wright. Um, the couple that I specialize in are the Batgirl Cassandra Cain podcast and my show, which is the Outcasters, a Batman and the Outsiders podcast. You can find both of them at Huntress Podcast and at Mountain. Yeah, I can't talk today because I'm, you know, podcasting through a mask is a challenge. It, it is, is really hard. It is a challenge. Outcasters at Bat Outcasters. Well, Rick and Tim, thank you so much for being part of the Friday Night Movie family here at Baltimore Comic Con. Thank you. It was, it was fun. Thank you guys. Yeah.
the Friday Night Movie Podcast at Baltimore Comic Con. I have just met two brothers, Elias and Theo, who in front of me, they spun the Wheel of Destiny and ended up doing a massive trade that we're going to talk about right now. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't, I, mean, I feel like they should, they should say what their trade is. Okay, so. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. I'm very Elias, excited. As, as you are the older sibling, please go first and and tell us what you have traded. Right. So my trade was um, in exchange for for watching the rest of the Dark Crystal Netflix series. Ooh, I love that show. I am I am finally going to get this man to play the tabletop tactics RPG that I've been developing for the last six years. He's like an epic trazies because it's Dark Crystal and a highly personal game that Elias has developed himself. Which also begs the question, Theo, why in the last six years have you not played this? Your brother's game. Because Your um, brother's game. Uh, I mean, my sisters do stuff like that to me all the time, yeah. so I understand. I'm also, I'm also a gigantic nerd, so... Yeah, I'm not really into, like, board games and uh, card games or anything, but he's really into, like, board games and card games, so... I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. So. But you dig... But Dark you dig puppet-based... But you dig puppet-based narrative. Yeah. Puppet-based puppet based high fantasy. Sweet. All right. I'm loving this. Um, can you bring that microphone just a little bit closer to yourself? I just want to make sure I get your voice. No problem. All right. Okay, so... I need to unpack this. Okay, first of all, Dark Crystal Netflix series. Yeah. I thought it was amazing... It did take me, pa- I had to get past that first episode to get into it, but then I thought it was like incredible. Mark Hamill as the scientist who was maybe one of the greatest performances. Thrown in Andy Samberg at the end was totally wild. Tragic that Netflix canceled it, but Netflix cancels everything. Yep. Okay, what was your brother's resistance? Describe it from the <laughs> brother's perspective. Because like he might have his explanation, but my sisters always have some reason where they like undo my psyche, where they yeah. explain why I resist something. Um, so yeah, I was watching it with my uh, with our mom, and uh, yeah, we both really liked it. And then my brother, I think he watched like the first first one with us, or it was like me and him. And then after that, he just kind of um, decided to not watch it anymore. And uh, I was trying to tell him that it was so good because I, I finished the series, you know, me and my mom. And, uh, you know, we, we really like Jim Henson, you know, puppets. He likes, he loves the Muppets, uh, anything Jim Henson. Um, so I was just kind of confused. Like, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you finish the show, man? All right. Okay. What? And Elias, Elias, Elias tell us why you think your brother would not play your awesome complex game. Um, probably because it's a complex tabletop, tabletop sort of thing. It, 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 it during, during like playtesting in college, it would often be compared to, um, Dungeons and Dragons before people play it. Um, the difference between it and Dungeons and Dragons is that, uh, Dungeons and Dragons isn't a tactics RPG, at least not most of the time. <laughs> um, it's a... So my, my game is based off of a uh, pretty much, I guess, fail, failed product of Yu-Gi-Oh! Dungeon Dice Monsters. Um, and, it, and it used, like, um, 
you used dice and you'd roll them and they had symbols on the on the dice and depending on like the little symbols on it, you would add those types of symbols to a point pool that was held on an abacus. So you keep track of all your um, little points on that thing until it was a resource-based game where like every turn you would get a um, dungeon tile piece which was made out of like six, I think, six uh, shapes because it would be like a cube folded out into its uh, the different configurations that you can make a map of a cube. And then you'd put that on the board and then you'd move your monsters around on the board like, uh, you know, like a board game or checkers or chess. Um, so I took that system and I tried to make a version of it that you could play with the Yu-Gi-Oh card game cards. Only problem is it's not 2002 anymore and the game is way different than it was all the way back when. So because of that, I kind of had to skirt my initial idea and I made it into a, uh, um, I guess, a heroes-based uh, system, kind of like uh, Dota 2, Team Fortress 2, League of Legends. You know, they have like a set amount of characters that have their own special abilities and roles that they can play in a team. And so I made a bunch of those and a whole bunch of my own monsters to put in the game and now it's a game of managing resources to get you and your um it, it's supposed to be a multiplayer game too so like you have um like three people at the end and each person gets like two characters each and they have to manage the res the like same point pool so all of their um when everybody gets like new um points from rolling dice and um, defeating monsters, they get added to the same pool, so everybody has to work together with the same resource pool um, as like a cooperative experience. Uh, Wait, so I have a question. Yeah. If you end up liking the Dark Crystal, will you be forced to add any Dark Crystal-based characters to the game? No. Oh, okay. No. I was just curious. I thought I thought maybe that was part of the deal. No, but Theo will get an I told you so. Okay, but Theo will get an I told you so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are there any other deep pop cups or schisms between the brothers? Like, is there anything else where there's big differences? Like, okay, no board games, no Dark Crystal. Um, I'm, like, really into, like, well, my brother mostly listens to, like, video game music. And uh, he doesn't wear headphones. I can't wear and headphones, actually. Oh, no. We've no. made you wear headphones for this interview. It'll yeah. be okay. As long as I'm not wearing them for, like, an hour or so, the okay. things in my ears won't bubble up and close my ears off. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't wear headphones. Uh, no, more dis no more information than that. Okay. Yeah, time is ticking on It's a little annoying uh, when he doesn't wear headphones. But, yeah. And I mostly listen to, like, hip-hop and, like, uh, you know, actual music artists. He just listened to uh, video game music. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big difference. Uh, okay, best video game soundtrack of all time, Mega Man 2 or The Legend of Zelda? So those are your only options. Uh, let's see. For those two, um, if you can get the, like, original Famicom version of Le The Legend of Zelda, like the one with the extra um, sound... It's like, you know how uh, NES music sounds like it's got like the triangle, um, triangle bass noise. Yeah. Um, 
uh, sound channels, that's what they're called. Um, the original Famicom has an extra sound channel and everything in the game sounds twice as twice as good if you listen it to with the Japanese Famicom's extra sound channel. So, Legend of Zelda. But Famicom version only. Yeah. That was that was the realest answer. That was answer. the best answer was, ever to that is, question I could have thought of. I'm blown away that you had a real answer to that. Oh, you're the only other person that would have an answer to that. Sir, do you have thoughts on which one of those is better? I have no idea. No. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You've lost me. All right. Well, you've been marvelous guests. Do you have um, things people can follow that you want them to follow? For example, does the tabletop game have a website, a Kickstarter? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Okay. I didn't really plan on dis on distributing it. Okay. Well, I do. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, an it. artist, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Zerk Artist, and uh, on YouTube How do you Zerk. Spell and, that? How do you oh, spell that? Z E R K. Artist, uh, A-R-T-I-S-T, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, yeah, you can follow my art, and I have a YouTube channel, uh, Zerk Animations, which is linked in my Instagram. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, Wonderful. thank you for being Wonderful. here, and thank you for being a part of the Friday Night Movie channel. Right. No problem. Have a great time. Yep, glad to be here. Hey there, Friday Night Movie fans. You are listening to our Baltimore Comic-Con special. Becky and I are coming at you with interviews from the convention floor and lots of other awesome content. Remember, you can always follow us at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Becky on Twitter at PaperBKPrincess. You can follow me at Pancake4Table on Twitter and Instagram. And even though Lily isn't with us at the convention, she will be popping up on the live streams. So make sure to tweet at her at Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, the letter K, Gomez on Twitter. Check out the show notes for all of the causes we are supporting and organizations we're supporting. And go to the website, FridayNightMoviePod.com, to sign up for our newsletter. And keep following the feed for all of the exciting Baltimore Comic-Con content we have coming your way. Thanks for listening.